Cliff Kingsbury must outthink Sean McVay if the Cardinals want to win on Sunday. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL. This is a big matchup. This is a big matchup for the Cardinals coming up Sunday. The last two times they played the Rams, didn't go as planned, unceremoniously removed from the playoffs in 2021 or 2022, whatever the hell it is. NFL, I implore you to start naming the seasons years-wise like baseball does or basketball does. 2021-2022 season. The Super Bowls in 2022, the regular seasons in 2021, the 2021 Super Bowl champion, which one is it? Which one is it? Because it's the year before that has a Super Bowl winner in it, and 2022 is the one. I digress. So here's the thing. I teased this, and this is the most important thing going into week three, in my opinion. Cliff Kingsbury needs to put together a game plan that will keep Sean McVay on his toes. That's it. That's the crux of the Cardinals' chance for victory in week three. Now, the defense much improved the second half of week two. But I'd trust that the Cardinals would win a game if the over if the points to, if the points scored were 50 60 as opposed to like 34 i don't see the cardinals in a position to be able to absolutely trust their defense to get constant stops we don't know what week 2 was we have no idea there's a couple things we do know one kyler murray is special does he have his flaws yes Kyler Murray is not a perfect quarterback. No quarterback is a perfect quarterback, okay? The defense played out of their mind in the second half. And I've been called out a couple times for blaming the players and Steve Kime when things don't go well and giving Vance Joseph all the credit when everything does go well. Okay, and and I'm going to talk about that in the second segment a little bit, about the defense. Because what Vance Joseph did, in my opinion, was adjust the players he had from playing what happened in the first half to the second half in overtime. It's not a miraculous, oh, the players are just going to play that much better. Adjustments were made. I'm going to talk about that in the second second segment. This game is about the offense for the Arizona Cardinals, which means this game is about Cliff Kingsbury – and his ability to put together a game plan that is malleable, that is flexible, and that is adjustable if adjustments need to be made. And, you know, it's well, it's very, oh, well, obviously. Obviously, that's the goal every game. Yes, and we didn't see it through six quarters. 
The second half of week two, in my opinion, was Kyler Murray. Sure, there were some play calls that were timely. Absolutely. The fourth and four made me want to rip my hair out that Hollywood Brown ended up catching rolling to the end zone, but they, you know, they called it short. Cardinals ended up throwing a touchdown anyways. There was a lot of stuff that we saw in week two, even though the Cardinals won, that was quintessential Cliff Kingsbury. They had a fall or they had a delay of game on the two-point conversion. Now you could say, okay, well, it's Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's moving people around. Kyler Murray's doing this. Cliff Kingsbury's talking to Kyler Murray until 15 seconds left on the clock. Okay, maybe call the play in early. Maybe know exactly what you're going to do and make the defense adjust. Maybe have a check out of that. I put that on Cliff Kingsbury. Two-point conversion, delay of game, and they don't have timeouts because they burned their timeouts earlier in the second half. That's what I see. And I see Kyler Murray bailing them out. That's what I see. And this isn't blind disdain for Cliff Kingsbury. And again, I have to, once every couple of weeks, I like to say this. This is not a direct attack at the person. This is the avatar of the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. There's a lot of direct attacks that go against like the like the actual human being. This is not that. This is seeing what the coach of the Arizona Cardinals since 2019 has done, is good at, is not so great at, and what the trends are that we've experienced. So it's very important that it's understood that these are not direct attacks at Cliff Kingsbury as a person. And I feel like it needs to be talked about once in a while, just to make sure everybody understands, talking about avatars, the actual head coach and not the actual person themselves. Like on a personal level. Those mistakes are on Cliff Kingsbury. That's coaching. And if it's on Kyler Murray, that's Cliff Kingsbury's job to make Kyler Murray the best quarterback he can be. That's why he's here. And that's why I get super passionate about this because it's Cliff's job. That's his job. And the fact that Kyler Murray had to bail them out multiple times during the fourth quarter shows that the game plan still was an issue. And Kyler Murray bailed them out with his exemplary talent. And if you didn't think that up until now, he was running around for almost 21 seconds before scoring that two-point conversion, which kept the Cardinals in the game. He was running around like a crazy person before finding A.J. Green in the back of the end zone. That was Kyler Murray. Those were broken plays that didn't work, and Kyler Murray found a way to make them work. People, in my opinion, need to understand how important Kyler Murray is to salvaging a broken game plan at times. Kyler Murray makes Cliff Kingsbury look good. And the other side is, well, well, Patrick Mahomes make Andy Reid look good. Andy Reid made four NFC you know, championship games in Philly, came here, changed the culture of an organization. Andy Reid is a pillar of coaching in the NFL. He gives Patrick Mahomes the game plan to succeed, and Patrick Mahomes takes succeeding to an outer space level. If you put Kyler Murray with Andy Reid, Kyler Murray may have had an MVP already. I I mean, could have. It's possible. 
the game plan needs to be perfect and adjustable and malleable, amoeba-like. Have a thousand different backups in case this, then this. Go with your proofs. What is it? Ethical proof? If, if P, then Q or whatever. Have your backups, man. Because if the Cardinals put up nine points against the Rams and lose in week three, week two will be forgotten. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. The defense is next. The defense will have a say in if the Cardinals win on day. And one player that I have not given nearly enough credit to after the week two victory against the Raiders, plus injury concerns in the final segment and potential plug-and-play options if James Conner doesn't play. That's next. Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Um, turn the notifications on. Leave a like on this video. Tell your friends. It's going to be a fun season, baby. I'm telling you. it's gonna. It already is fun, and it's going to continue to be fun here at Locked on Cardinals. Um, yeah, defense under a microscope next. First, uh, you know. You know these people over at LinkedIn. Um, I logged hundreds of hours looking for jobs on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, as fall, you know, joins us getting out of summer here in the Valley, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn jobs is here to make it easier for you to find the people you need to talk to, or you want to talk to faster and for free, create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs. Okay. To reach your network, LinkedIn's got eight, over 810 million people on it, man. Add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions. If you've been on LinkedIn, screening questions are like the thing. If you knock your screening questions out the door, you're going to get that second interview. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know that over 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn every week? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Alex Lane, Locked on Cardinals. I mean, so many things to take from week two so many things highs lows middles weird happy upset scared pop vocal cords after screaming with byron murphy taking it to the house wide range of emotions in week two and i think it's best to just let it be trying to define what we saw in week two as some sort of pattern for the future is probably a fool's errand but there are some little nuggets that you can take. One, this defense can shut down an NFL team for two and a half quarters. That's what we saw. Second half in overtime, the Raiders scored uh, a field goal in the third quarter, and that was it. That was it. And that is probably the most exciting part about week two, was that the defense showed up against maybe the best three-headed monster in the NFL from the wide receiver and tight end, maybe. Close, like in a vacuum, not necessarily uh, comparing the quarterback as well, but like in a vacuum. I guess you could say maybe the Chargers, the Chiefs, no, you know, because Patrick Mahomes elevates everybody, not even the Bills. Like 
Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro is probably the best one, two, three punch, two wide receiver, one tight end in the league. And if I'm missing somebody, excuse me. I mean, I guess you could say Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby potentially, but Darren Waller is better than Tyler Higby. So the defense was able to shut down an NFL offense, which is huge. What does it mean for a half? Don't know. But it's something, it's a nugget to take away. Also, it reminds everybody how special Kyler Murray is. Does he need to get better? For sure. Does he need to mature a little bit as a leader? Absolutely. But you tell me, how many quarterbacks in the NFL could do what he did in the third and fourth quarter? It's a short list. It's a short list. And I will say this before pivoting to the defense. Only a pass-first quarterback would take 17 seconds to look for a wide-open receiver before resorting to using his legs and trying to run it across the goal line into pay dirt. So if you're wondering if Kyler Murray's a passing quarterback or a running quarterback, that should be your answer. So what's this defense going to need to look like? It's going to need to be led by their CB1 who just shut down Devontae Adams and Byron Murphy who gets... I gave zero credit. And I think it was just more the storylines of how it happened. Yeah, he, he had the scoop and score. That was great. You know, that, that was great. But that's not even close to what I'm talking about. That was a right place, right time. I'm faster than everybody else. I take it to the house. And almost Deshaun Jackson did, but didn't. Uh, he got it across the goal line. Devontae Adams was a non-factor. Aside from that great play call inside the two-yard line, Patriots special. Josh McDaniels, little wide receiver screen, Devontae Adams, run, step in, touchdown. When we all thought this game was going to be a long day for the Arizona Cardinals and they were going to move to 0-2, there was going to be a lot of you know uncomfortable conversations to have. Besides that, I think he had two catches on the day. If Byron Murphy becomes a true cornerback one, everything changes. If he deserves and gets his second contract with the Arizona Cardinals, that means he will have played exemplary ball this year against some of the best wide receivers in the league. I mean, the Cardinals play the Vikings with Justin Jefferson. They play the Chargers with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, etc. You know, they played the Rams this week and then later on in the season play against Debo Samuel. I'm not sure where they're going to be lining up against him. Like they play a lot, A.J. Brown. You know, Michael Thomas and Chris Olave with New Orleans when they come to town, they play a lot of good wide receivers. And if he can supplant the gap at cornerback one that sits there now, I mean, the defense changes completely. Because then you have Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, and Byron Murphy. Bing, bing, bing. Pillar, pillar, pillar. Arizona Cardinal, Arizona Cardinal, Arizona Cardinal. I talk about this a lot, like, well, maybe not a lot, but there are very few Arizona Cardinals on this team. Tried and true. Like DJ Humphreys, Arizona Cardinal. Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray. But, you know, like Justin Pugh, I guess, because he's been here for a while now. If all of these players get put into the Hall of Fame today, 
How many of them are going to be wearing Arizona Cardinals uniforms if they could choose, like if it were baseball? How many could? How many would choose the Arizona Cardinals as their uniform? Not a lot. So Byron Murphy becomes that cornerback one. He gets that second contract. They're going to have another Arizona Cardinal on this roster. In Sharpie. In Penn. Because Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, we don't know yet. We don't know what they are yet. Zayvon Collins played all the defensive snaps, played better after going back and looking at the tape because, like, it was so marred by the first half that everything was kind of skewed. Everything was kind of skewed. And that's why I gave Vance Joseph more credit than, you know, the game plan, the the restructuring of how they were going to attack the second half defensively because we saw what happened in the first half. And then we saw what happened in the second half. Same players, different result, coaching. That's that's kind of how my mindset went surrounding that. So, yes, the defense is definitely playing a role, obviously, in week three with the Rams. I mean, Matthew Stafford has thrown some bad interceptions during the first two weeks. I feel like they've had the same kind of start to the season that the Cardinals have in a different way. They won the Super Bowl last year. They're at a different tier. And they went again and went against an absolute buzzsaw in week one with the Bills, who were removed from the playoffs by Patrick Mahomes in under 20 seconds. And, and then they didn't get to touch the ball in overtime. Like they've been stewing all season. And the Rams came out and they looked bad. And it was one game, you know? Allen Robinson, first time with the team, didn't play in the preseason. Like it, it's to be expected. And then week two, Matthew Stafford threw two bad interceptions, man. Like, that game wasn't as close against Atlanta as, as the final would indicate. I think it was 31-27 or something. Atlanta scored a couple late touchdowns, I believe. But the Rams haven't looked good. So we're going to see now with two peers who don't really like each other all that much. And the Cardinals finally were able to remove at least a piece of the Rams armor in, you know, or I think it was week four of last year, week four of last year, whenever they played the Rams and punished them at SoFi Stadium. The Cardinals can beat them. They can beat them. And it's going to be predicated upon the offense really hitting it hard early. And also what the defense did in the second half of last week is give the Cardinals some three and out opportunities to get right back on the offensive side of the ball and play against a defense that may not have gotten a five or 10 minute rest in real time, 15 minute rest in real time. Like they did against when the Cardinals played against Kansas city, all the defense needs to do is be average. And the Cardinals are going to win a lot of games. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. Is Daryl Williams capable of jumping in? If James Conner doesn't play, to touch to have the lion's share of the touches in week three against the Rams. Yes. I'm going to talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals. First, we love these guys here. Bet online. Betonline.net. Betonline.net. It's, I mean, they're the number one spot, man. I've talked about them for years here. The number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest football league development, game matchups, news, podcast, everything. Like futures, who's going to win the NFC? They've got something for that. Who's you know who's going to win MVP? All the futures. They've got all the futures. So if you're a futures person, do it. If you're a game by game person, 
the Arizona Cardinals at home are three and a half point underdogs, according to Bet Online, with the Rams coming into town. It's about right. It's about, I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that's unfair. Could I mean, even if you said it was four and a half, I'd, I'd be like, okay. And the Cardinals haven't proven anything yet. They uh, Incredible win in week two, but they haven't really proven anything yet. So I tell you, ask you, implore you, go to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action and bet online. Okay? It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf on top of football. Go to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right. Alex Lancey, Locked On Cardinals. Final segment. Tomorrow, I'm going to be joined by Travis Rogers of Locked On Rams, also ESPN LA. Um, we're going to do crossover. Really good. I mean, he's he was a great addition to the to the Locked On Podcast Network family. We do our full crossover, 25 minutes. Really insightful, really good dude. Um, and, and that's going to be really fun. If James Conner doesn't play, and it seemed like, and I didn't talk about this a whole bunch this week because it came out pretty much that it wasn't as serious an injury as, as what was expected or potentially could have been initially, what it looked like. And he had half the carries and a couple catches, like he was being used too much through the first couple weeks. They've got to be able to curtail his touches. I said this all offseason. 60 to 65% max. Max. He's the best running back they have. Yes. He cannot be the go-to guy, the only go-to guy when the offense is sputtering. It can't happen. We saw it down the stretch last year. It doesn't work, and then he gets hurt. Even if it does work, like his numbers were exemplary last year, and he's still, I think, top five running back inside the five-yard line in the NFL. And it's not easy to get those last 15 feet. It's not. Especially when everybody knows you're going to run the ball. Some running backs have a nose for the end zone more than others, and James Conner has a nose for the end zone in spades. He has a nose for the end zone better than many, better than most. Like Tiger Woods on 17 at TBC Sawgrass better than most okay but but you got to be able to use daryl williams more and you know benjamin like yes he deserves a handful of touches okay but daryl williams has done it before a lot He's been a fantasy football darling for those that play fantasy football. Whenever Clyde or Zolaire, Damian Williams would get hurt in Kansas City, Daryl Williams would step in and be an RB1. And the Cardinals have Daryl Williams on the roster. So if James Conner were to miss time, or if he's 75% going into Sunday, I'm giving Daryl Williams the line share of the touches, catching the ball in the backfield and running the ball. He's done it before. He's solid. And I don't think the offense will miss that much of a beat going from James Conner to Daryl Williams. And for those who aren't as familiar with Daryl Williams as I am, and I'm not, you know, I don't know his sign. I don't know what his birthday is, but I do know what I've seen when I've watched him play play with the Chiefs. The dude is solid and he can be trusted and he should be trusted. If James Conner either misses time 
or is only playing at 60 or 70%, I have full confidence that Darrell Williams can take over RB1 and the offense wouldn't skip as much of a beat as people would think who aren't, as, who aren't as, you know, used to know or don't know what he's done to this point. Trust me. Trust his face. How do you not trust this face? How do you not trust this face? Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. Um, crushing numbers, halftime at, on Twitter spaces and YouTube. Shattered numbers last week. Please join me. If, if you didn't last week, it's fun. It's fun. It's real time. If you don't have a Twitter account, go to Twitter. Use a junk email that you don't use very often. Sign up and just follow me at Clancy's Corner. I'm not doing it for the follows. I'm doing it so you can you know come and join me and just hear me talk. It's audio, but it's a little bit more intimate, even though you're seeing me here and you wouldn't be seeing me uh, on Twitter spaces. Just come in, bring your comments, crack a beer, or White Claw, whatever the hell you're into. Wine cooler. I don't judge. I don't judge. I'm Irish. I don't judge. But yeah, join me. It's going to be fun. Halftime again. I might do a pregame show again um, this Sunday. This is a big game. This is a big game. And if the defense can set the table for the offense to be able to do what they do, that's a recipe for success, not only for Sunday, but for the entirety of the 2022 NFL season. Alex Lindsay, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Now make Peacock and Williamson your second listen. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson. Daily show, 30 minutes, national stories. Some of the best that we have to offer here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Alex Lindsay, Locked On Cardinals. I'll talk to you during our crossover Thursday with Travis Rogers of Locked On Rams tomorrow.